So we have Ferdinand um, picking up some logs. Prospero has told him for kind of no reason you've got to go and pick up logs and stack them up if you want to win my daughter's heart. Um, so we have Ferdinand picking up really heavy logs and we've got some really nice heavy logs uh, and moving them over to a woodpile. Then Miranda comes in and they have this dialogue which ends in them promising to marry each other. It's the first time that they see each other without Prospero. Although he's there, they don't know he's there. So it's their first conversation together. She starts the scene quite high status because he's carrying logs for her dad, so she's very much the higher figure. But then when she tells him her name, it's something that she's not supposed to have done, so it's a kind of fall in status and a loss of confidence in herself and what she's supposed to be telling him or what she's not supposed to be telling him. And there's a recognition of her own isolation and how she hasn't ever really met anyone before so it's a curve in in her character understanding <laughs> and mine with my heart in it and now farewell till half an hour hence we decided from very early on that it's a playful scene it has to be an awkward scene in a, in a comic way in the way that uh, scenes in a romantic comedy are are awkward so we try to give it that awkwardness that then sort of vanishes and, and becomes an actual marriage proposal. And then Miranda has had enough, goes, right, I'll see you in half an hour, and runs off. <laughs> There'll be some sports are painful. And their labour delighting them sets off. Some kinds of baseness are nobly undergone, and most poor matters point to rich ends. This my mean task would be heavy to me as odious, but the mistress which I serve quickens what's dead and makes my labours pleasures. Oh, she's ten times more gentle than her father's crabbed, and he's composed of harshness. I must remove some thousands of these logs and pile them up upon a sore injunction. My sweet mistress weeps when she sees me work and says such baseness had never like executor. I forget. But these sweet thoughts do even refresh my labours. Most busy, these, when I do it. Alas, now pray you, work not so hard. I would the lightning had burnt up those logs that you were enjoined to prile. Pray, set it down and rest you. When it burns, twill weep for having wearied you. My father is hard at study. Pray, rest yourself. He's saved for these three hours. Oh, most dear mistress, the, the sun will set before I shall discharge what I must strive to do. If you'll sit down, I'll bear your logs the while. Pray, give me that. I'll carry it to the pile. No, precious creature. I'd rather crack my sinews, break my back, than you should such dishonour undergo while I sit lazy by. It would become me as well as it does you, and I would do it with much more ease, for my good will is to it, and yours it is against. Poor worm, thou art infected. This visitation shows it. You look wearily. No, this first morning with me when you were by at night. I do. I do beseech you, chiefly that I might set it in my prayers. What is your name? Miranda. Oh, my father, I have broke your head to say so. I admired Miranda. Indeed, the top of admiration, worth what's dearest to the world. 
Full many a lady I have eyed with best regard, and many a time the harmony of their tongues hath into bondage brought my too diligent ear. For several virtues have I liked several women, never any with so full soul. But some defect in her did quarrel with the noblest grace she owed, and put it to the foil. But you, oh you, so perfect and so peerless, are created of every creature's best. I do not know one of my sex, no woman's face remember, save from my glass mine own, nor have I seen more that I may call men than you, good friend, and my dear father. How features are abroad, I am skillless of, but by my modesty, the jewel and my dower, I would not wish any companion in the world but you, nor can imagination form a shape besides yourself to like of, but I prattle something too wildly, and my father's precepts I therein do forget. I am in my condition a prince, Miranda. I do think a king. I would not so. And would no more endure this wooden slavery than to suffer the flesh fly blow my mouth. So hear my soul speak. The very instant that I saw you, did my heart fly to your service, and there resides to make me slave to it. And for your sake am I this patient log man. <laughs> 